Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Our Sacred Honor, Part 2. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Friday, January 28th in the year 2022. And in spite of cube technology that we hear they have, we are still in 2022 and have not jump-gated to some other existence, though sometimes it would be nice. The world continues to spin out of control, but the Canadians are doing an incredible job right now. We want to give great acknowledgement to all our brothers and sisters up there that are rallying around this amazing convoy that has now been picking up support in Italy and has been picking up support in Australia And there's even a U.S. trucker contingent that's heading out of Fargo, North Dakota tomorrow, heading up to the border. So all I can say is if you're a trucker and you're listening to this or know a trucker and you're listening to us, to this, fight on, baby, fight on. And if it means you don't deliver anything to the stores, we're good. We're prepped. Just keep going. Don't stop because we need you to be strong. All right, Patriots, before we begin tonight, the foundersbible.com thefoundersbible.com is the bible for our time if you head on over there to thefoundersbible.com you're going to be able to use your bards code b-a-r-d-s and that's a way to save 20 percent on those bibles they are an incredible bible an nasb 1995 edition that uh, has in it our founding fathers documents worked within the scripture allowing us to get an amazing lesson in both God's word and in how the Bible was used as a living language by our founding fathers. So again, thefoundersbible.com, use your promo code BARDS to save 20% on what is probably one of the most significant and important Bibles of our time, not to mention it's a beautiful heirloom production, incredible quality. Also, mypillow.com, mypillow.com, great savings going on. If you scroll on down on the front page to the radio listeners box, You're going to find some incredible deals going on right now, which include Giza Dream Sheet sets for as low as $39.99. I have no idea what they do to these Giza Dream Sheets, but all I know is it's it's like incredibly addictive. Once you get them on your bed, you're going to be like, well, I want to sleep more, which is probably a good idea for health and wellness anyway. So if you use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to get access to all the great savings on the MyPillow site. Mike Lindell is going to be on the show, I believe, Tuesday. And he's going to be on. It's going to be fantastic. And we're going to talk a lot about what he's dealing with as well as the deep state once again comes after my pillow and trying to debank them this time. But in the in outside of that, there's additional great savings, including 50% off on my slippers, my pillows as low as $19.98, the six-piece my pillow towel set for $39.99, women's sleepwear, men's sleepwear, 50% off, and the savings just continue on and on. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You can use that promo code anywhere on the, on the My, uh, My Pillow site, the My Store site, or the FrankSpeech.com site. 
Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com, the coffee that's designed for our time. That coffee is gives you that boost of energy you need in the day, sustains your energy over the whole day, and helps boost your serotonin and enhances your immune system. It's a foundation product as part of a whole health ecosystem that's provided there on that site, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That, those include the gut health triad, which will help heal and seal your gut. The immune XP, which is a product high in vitamin C built around pine cone extract. Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market that will isolate pathogens, including the full range of HIV and SARS-CoV nightmare bioweapons that have been sent against us. And Earth, which is a full body supplement in a powder. Mix that in a shake, drink that each day. Bam. Like you have your whole immune system in super, super strong mode. It's almost like superpower mode. And it's all designed to give us our health sovereignty back, keeping us away from those medical internment camps we call hospitals and keeping us away from the pharmaceutical products that are laced with nanotech and other biodiversity trans, transgender-ish type products that we know we're all excited to get inside of our body. That's what we don't want. So... Check out ExpeditionCoffee.com, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com to boost your immune system and get those good products in you to reclaim your health sovereignty. All those links are below the podcast. All right, Patriots. So last night we went through kind of the introduction to the Declaration of Independence. And that was an important read in understanding kind of the foundations but there's a very critical body in the, in the Declaration of Independence that has to be appreciated. And what that is, is that's the body where they are making the testimony to what these problems were that they were calling out the king for. Now, I want to put this a little bit in context. I don't know whether you figured this or not, but the king didn't like a lot of criticism. He kind of had a tendency, like when you criticize the king, you'd be told to stop. And if you criticize the king again, you're probably ending up in a cell or on in a noose or have your head cut off. They had a tendency of liking to line the London Bridge with people's heads. Something that I wouldn't mind seeing revived if it was pedophiles, to be honest with you. But that that's another story. You know, or like this Pfizer CEO who has managed to organize the mass destruction of our elderly and the pollution of our entire genetics. You know, something like that. But, and then there is that idea of just having them put in stockades so that people could walk by and just defile them all day long. That's not a bad idea. You know, the Scots had an interesting way of dealing with things. They would, in their, in Edinburgh, they would put people in a steel cage and they'd hoist them up about 50 feet. And this is obviously if you were like a pedophile or a murderer. And then they would drop them. (laughs) This is just too much. They would drop them from a steel cage onto, from about 50 feet onto the hard paved surface below, which were all done with stone. It was stone paved surfaces. And of course the impact would be kind of bad for the body. You can imagine that. Had a tendency of breaking some bones. And then if if that wasn't enough, they would take a crown and they would heat it up, hot metal iron crown. So if you know about metal, when you heat it up, it swells, right? And the crown was made so that it fit the head pretty well when it was hot. 
But then when it cooled, it shrank and crushed the skull and seared them. And then they would leave them hanging in this cage with a, a, a metal crown around their head in the public square for people to see until they rotted and died. So there was a general built-in incentive to say, don't screw with kids and don't murder people and don't rape. It was kind of like, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> and like, oh, look at that dude. He didn't pair too well last time he did it. So there is this example that people seem to need to understand like the devastation of the, of the crime. Do this and it's a bad thing. And I think if we were to revive some of that more draconian method in our culture, we would have second thoughts. I literally saw a video yesterday talking. It was so dumb. It was so dumb. He's talking about how, well, we have to have an appreciation for this, for the transgenders, because even though you don't accept me in your God's world, but I'm me, I'm me. I, I'm a man, but I'm actually feel like a woman. I'm like, no, you're a freak. You're an absolute freak. Okay. I don't care what the problem is. You're biologically a man. And I, this stuff about this is how they're doing. It. It's like I'm our biology is one thing, but our gender is our choice. I, you know, wait a minute. Let me see if I can find this. This is you have to hear this. This is the most. This is takes you right to what I'm talking about, and it's a little video about the uh, M and M's. I don't know if you've heard this one, but this is this is quite good actually. This will kind of sum up the whole movement of transgenderism right here. Check this out. This is about two minutes. Ever since I was mass produced in a factory, people have been trying to put labels on me. Nutrition labels, expiration dates, telling me I was biologically chocolate on the inside. But deep down, I knew I wasn't who they said I was. I was. I am. A Skittle. Part of moving forward is accepting responsibility for your past. The people at Mars Inc, they weren't bad people, they were just ignorant. They thought they knew what candy I was just because they knew my exact chemical composition, but we are not our biology. We're holding ourselves accountable for the way in which accurate product descriptions caused hurt and pain to the trans candy community. I, I just woke up one day and realized I am not defined by the chocolate center I was made with. I am, and always was, a delicious grape Skittle. And I'm proud of it. So Mars has committed to never again assigning an identity to the candy we produce. Instead, we'll let each candy decide for himself or herself or Skittle self who they really are. And whatever the candy says, we will falsify nutrition information to make it a reality. Now, reality can truly be whatever we want. I'm just free free at last to be me the real me we're even offering every peanut m&m a total nut removal free of charge because they're free to be themselves nuts or no nuts having completed my transition to living as a grape skittle i've been so grateful for the acceptance i found here at mars incorporated thanks for accepting a skittle like me Oh, he's so welcome, no nuts and all. I'll tell you right now, that's too much, man. And I'm telling you right now. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. That's like, that's how you propagandize kids. That's what's sick about it. 
is that they're making an ad like this goes right to the children. And then they're like, mommy, mommy, can we have a Skittle, a grape Skittle? Because I want one with no nuts and it's not identified as a chocolate Skittle. Chocolate, whatever. Oh, man. These people are so sick. All right, so let's dig into the Declaration of Independence, which, by the way, and I, I a while back, and I, I'm kind of going through my notes, we're going to read some of my, my updates to this, too, today, because I rewrote the Declaration of Independence for us, and I'm going to go through it, and this is what I'm going to do. Monday night, I'm going to go through the Patriot, Modern Patriot Declaration of Independence, so we're going to go through the our original, but then I'm going to rewrite it. I've already rewritten it, and I'm going to read it. And that one I called Declaration of Independence for the Fight for Humanity. So we're going to look at that updated one on Monday. But here we go tonight. So let's dig into what our founding fathers were dealing with. Now, remember, like I said, the king wasn't really big on, on uh, I don't even know how we got onto that transgender thing. Man, I'll tell you. I'm just like looking at my notes going, what? Okay, well, that was a rabbit hole. But it was a worthy one because you got to hear about no nuts and nuts on on skittled chocolate peanuts, whatever the heck they are. Okay, so, and Canada's fighting great with the trucker thing, so let's remember those two things. (laughs) All right, so back to our Declaration of Independence. The king was not very uh, willing to accept criticism, one might say. A tendency to put your head on a stake. That's how we got there, because I talked about the pedophiles and getting their head on the stake. That was that sort of thing. Then we got into Scottish and their torture, which was an interesting way of solving the problem. And now we're back to the, boy, that was a roundabout. Okay, now we're back to the Declaration of Independence. Okay, so one of the things that's quite amazing, and, it, and when you really look at the Declaration of Independence, which I admire so much, the way it was written, as we've said last night in the first sentence of the second paragraph, we establish that the creator, God, has given us our rights, unalienable rights, which among these are life. And then remember, it says among these. It doesn't say exclusive. We tend to do that. We're like life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. It's all we got. No, it says among these because God is infinite, not binary. You know, and like that's one real quick sidebar. I'm going to talk more about it tonight. But this idea of like the tree of knowledge, notice how it's a binary choice. God's whole world is infinite, by the way, infinite. So with this, they have gone through and they, they write this at the end of the second paragraph that the history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over the states. That alone was hanging material right there. To say that boldly, to sign this in commitment, was that's, that's right there, that's treason. Now, the pastors had already been doing this for almost 80 years, maybe even 100 years in the colonies. They had been speaking out against tyranny, but now there's statesmen, property owners that are standing up and saying the same thing. And so in looking at this whole context of this second paragraph, don't change government for frivolous and transient causes. Be very understand that governments have to change if you're going to keep God on the throne, not a king on the throne. That was very important points there. So that we've made a shift from the king, who's a human on the throne, saying, look, you're, you're not worthy. We're putting God on the throne. That's the only king. And he's going to be on the throne. And then we're going to be subordinate to him, and government's going to be subordinate to us. A radical concept, all in all. 
And just as you would expect to them, for them to do with the respect for God on the throne, and again, this don't change the government for transient causes, they articulate out very clearly what the objections are and what constitutes the absolute tyranny over these states. This is something I said last night that we have failed to do as patriots in this modern time. And it's something we have to think about because we have not gone so far. Well, I did. We're going to share that on Monday night. But we haven't made an effort to collectively come together and say, these are the objections that we have to the current state. And I think it's very, very critical for a couple of reasons, because it gets us very clear on what we're fighting for, and they are. And secondly, it is a testimony before God to say, God, this is where we are. And in so doing, we are putting ourselves at the mercy of God as they did. And moving forward, then there is a righteousness that evolves from that, which burns that fire of righteousness in us as you proceed to the fight. Very, very important perspectives to have. So let's look at what their facts, as they say, to prove this. And it is proof. Let facts be submitted to a candid world. So all of this, the he is referring to the king. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. So obviously, he's putting himself above the law. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till the assent should be obtained. And then so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. When you hear these, keep in mind that we are witnessing something very similar today. Governors only pass laws if they're in alliance with Big Pharma. And that's pretty much universal. And I've said this, it's an important point to keep in mind. Even DeSantis, who everyone's saying, oh, he's going to be the next great president, whatever. DeSantis has not come out openly and condemned the injection. Notice that. And he has, has pushed for monoclonal antibodies, which fine, whatever. But the deal is all those are big pharma products. Nobody is standing up to big pharma and calling them out for what they are. Nobody is. And no, no candidate that's in the running is either. Just be clear about that. So we know that there's a power behind the two parties. And that two parties, which is we have two faces to the same party, and that same party is being manipulated in part to a large degree by big pharma, which is a global multi-trillion dollar industry. Right. And that's so important. And then we look at the Supreme Court rulings and nobody wants to step out against and call the pandemic for what it is, a pandemic, fake everything. So we really start to see that right away there's similarities in in the end result of what we're what they were dealing with then in the beginning of our nation. Continuing, he has refused. Remember, he is the king. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right in inestimable to inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. This is, there's a reverse of this happening right now. And that's the immigration issue. Americans are being compressed to have to forced to accept a vax while they open the gates with the help of our military to move them around illegals coming across the border as they spread them all around the country, which, by the way, they're not required to get injected. 
So moving on, he has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. The version of that today, so that would be like the king would say, okay, we're going to have a meeting, but you're going to have to come to the northern part of Scotland, which would have been months by by travel by ship at that time. And then he might've scheduled it. So it was impossible to go. And there was no way of, of bringing records or bringing proof at the same time of which your case was to be, because they wouldn't be near those repositories of knowledge. The similarity today of that is just this constant compliance and ending around of the vax issues that if you want to challenge the vax issues, you have to take it to court. You have to find a lawyer, which there aren't very many that'll take up the cases In the meantime, your job is getting squeezed. You're having to be faced with compliance. If you don't comply, you're fired. And even if you get a legal case, it's going to take months. So there is a similarity in all of what we're dealing with today. And I think it's important that we realize that what our founding fathers knew would come to pass is here now. They knew that there would be a tyranny rise up from within us because in the end of the day, governments are despicable. They always turn into being the the coal of the earth because they can't avoid the narcotic and obsession of ruling with absolute power. It's just too much of a narcotic, which was hence one of the reasons that God was put on the throne in this nation originally. Continuing, he has dissolved representative house houses repeatedly for opposing with many for for opposing with manly firmness, I love that, his invasions on the rights of the people. This is the same game the Democrats are playing right now, trying to take away the, force the vote. And it's really, it's not even the Democrats. I I, I hate doing that because really what it is, is just two parties playing a karaoke theater in front of us, or really better yet, a kabuki theater. And it's all behind the scenes because it's the corporate manipulation of this to make sure that they keep working to take away the rights. And if something doesn't go right, like they didn't get the right ruling they wanted in the Supreme Court, then they just turn to their corporate buddies and they go defy it anyway. So same type of things. We're, we're dealing with a, instead of a single point tyranny and tyrant, we're dealing with a collective class of people that are all tyrants. And that's making it harder to identify what's happening for some people because people are looking at single points rather than looking at collective groups. And at the end of the day, tell me in the Republican Party, very truthfully, I mean, who is not part of this problem? And it's only a handful of people. I mean, your elites in the Republican Party and the Democrats are all the same. They all get along at dinner. They don't, you don't hear about it, but they do. And they all, you know, bump shoulders and give high fives like, Hey, Jack, did you, uh, did you get that bill passed so we could screw the public again? Oh, yeah, we got it. Don't worry about that. That was good. That was easy. Good, good, good show you did there, Fred. Look good for the public cameras. I mean, that's what we're seeing here right now, right? Continuing, he has refused a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining the meantime exposed to all the dangers of the invasion without and convulsions within. 
All right, so why this is important is this is an example of how they used this interim to make things seem in chaos, leaving the people vulnerable from internal and external threat. And, of course, what is that doing? That's stimulating fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety are the ultimate tools of conquering the people. Same thing. It's a, man, this stuff goes right back to Roman Empire. Continuing, he has endeavored to prevent the population of the states for that purpose, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their immigration hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. So he has, in this case, they are making immigration extremely difficult because they're not wanting to reinforce the colonies and they're making the conditions for new appropriation of lands, which would be passed going, that would mean going westward at that time. Remember, there was the Spanish and the English were at war to a certain degree, trying to make sure that they had all the holdings. Keep in mind as well that the Hudson Bay Company basically ran everything west of the Mississippi. And they already had it all mapped out, which always begs the question, what in the heck did Lewis and Clark really do? That's always one we'll have to get into later. So it's very similar to today, but in reverse. I mean, today they're making it extremely difficult for, well, not really, extremely difficult for anybody who wants to come into the United States. There's a long process. But if you can come up through South America walk into Mexico, make sure and you get your Soros calling card, your Soros-funded cell phone, and your Soros backpack, there is no problem. And if you declare you hate the United States and want to be a terrorist, then, man, you have got a Golden Gate ticket right into the United States. Jump on over the border, just wave that communist or hate America flag, and the military will pick you up and fly you right anywhere in the country and deposit you. So, this is, we have a government that's totally turned against the people. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent of laws for establishing judiciary powers. So we're seeing that the king has been an obstructionist, very much as we see in Congress. They act two roles, but they're doing the same thing. They're obstructionists to getting anything done. Think to yourself, what was actually going on with productive at work in Congress during Trump's four years, the answer was nothing. They basically got nothing done and they still are getting nothing done. It's a dysfunctional body that just is like a leech on the taxpayers of America. And it's more than a leech because they're just, they're actually a bloodletting because every time you get tax revenue, all they're doing is handing out big checks and big projects to their buddies and lining their own pockets, Nancy Pelosi getting insider trading deals where they get heads up on IPOs like her husband did. So they raised their wealth from, say, a million to 80 million, something like that. Or Obama getting book deals. I mean, this is all just a massive money laundering scam is all our government is. Continuing, he has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. That sounds pretty familiar. And this is just takes a little different form. Judges get compromised because of their own delusions and because of their own nasty desires. doesn't take long to own judges, either by graft or by compromised sexual activities. 
and they become blackmailed and therefore they become controlled or they get exposed to the public. And so judges, so many judges being so spineless, don't do the right thing and follow the will of their, their masters and have never had any intent of being a judge other than to screw American people. Continuing, he has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. Huh. Sounds like the FBI, IRS, OSHA. I mean, there's three agencies right there. So there we have again a replication of what was in the past. He has kept among us in times of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. Well, we now, we replace that with the military industrial complex. So we have constantly a war machine that's being funded by taxpayer dollars, inventing war and creating new ways to wage war and to kill off our young and our most promising futures. He has affected to render the military independent of a superior to the civil power. Well, we have, we, they solved that by corrupting our generals and turning half of our mili- military into transgenders. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our const- construction and ag- unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts to pretend legislation. That one right there was done in a big way. That was done through the United Nations, lock, stock, and barrel. They put us into all sorts of control from afar and also through corporate lobbies and corporate influence. So that one right there was reinvented. So here's some sub points to that. It looks like, uh, well, for I'm sorry, for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, they just did that with National Guard armories and bases. For protecting them by a mock trial from punishment from the murderers, which they would commit on the inhabitants of these states. That's our entire judicial system now. For cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, you'll notice that you can't get across the border of north or south if you're a trucker unless you're vaxxed. That's a current and active issue. See how these things are repeating? They're just taking a different form. That's why we're going through this tonight, because I really want you to realize we're not any different than we were then. It's just taken a little different character. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. Whoa, that's like every IRS agent in the world. Congress is tied to that one and every state legislature. There it is. And let us not forget the carbon tax, which some of these idiots out here are already collecting. I don't know if you've seen this. I told you this the other day. Soap company that I usually buy soap from because it makes handmade soap. All of a sudden, it's like, if you would like to voluntarily contribute to the carbon tax to help keep our green footprint down. I'm like, what is this? How are we suddenly going to get a tax that's going to change my, our, our footprint? It's just going to be more money out of my wallet. That's the whole game. These, I swear these liberals that are buying this stuff are so stupid, it just never ceases to amaze me. Depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury. Here's, I'll give you this one. This is an easy one. 90% of our cases in the federal government are resolved through plea deals. How's that one? And at the state level, it's like 87% of all state cases are solved through plea, plea deals. They don't even get to a trial by jury. That's the system we've created. 
for transporting us beyond states, beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. Now, we reverse this one. If you're an American now and you're against the country, as we learned under Obama, it is now authorized to drone strike you and kill you without cause and without jury or trial. For abolishing the free system of English laws in neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it once as an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule in these colonies. So this sort of thing is like sanctuary cities. That's the easiest way to look at that. They're doing the same thing. Instead of having to go to a neighboring province, they've just created sanctuary cities within and sanctuary cities within allow people to just break the law, bring in and do whatever they want. San Francisco, Chicago, New York, Portland, Oregon. We saw, see how well that's going. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments, that's just generally the communist agenda that we're dealing with right now. In particular, where we're seeing it is in our school systems and in our corporate areas. Remember, corporations are able to bypass all of this, which is an amazing process. And especially when things are owned by foreign companies, they can do whatever they want. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever, I'll I'll name two states, which should ring well, Oregon and California, and then we'll just take Congress. Anywhere that they can get their crony groups taking power, they will do everything they can to play the role on the public of two parties, and they will coerce together in private to ensure that they consolidate and live by absolute power and rule and completely ignore the people, and then change the rules to benefit themselves, Kate Brown, Newsom, Inslee, there's three, and there's other great governors in this country too, Gretchen the Witch, there's another one. So he has abducted, abducted, I'm sorry, he has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. This is right out of what Biden just did with his Vax mandate by forcing OSHA to mandate to companies. It's the same type of issue where he's waging war against the people and they have been totally derailing government by using an agency of the federal government to force corporations to comply, which most spineless corporate leaders did. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of people. Well, let's talk about the West Coast and let's talk about the fires in California Do directed energy, environmental pollution, like things like geoengineering and those little Antifa terrorist organizations that got launched out of Portland to go down and set fires over the West Coast, something like that, ravaged our seas and our coasts. Take a look at the environmental laws that have been shutting down our own fisheries, consolidating the power to, I don't know if you know this or not, but to Nancy Pelosi's husband out of San Francisco while we sell off our coast access of fishing rights to China and Japan. Same problem. 
He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, dissolution, and tyranny already begun with the circumstance of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled to the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy of the head of a civilized nation. We don't talk about this part of this of the 1776 fight enough. The Hessians were brought in, which were mercenaries, by the king because he knew they were ruthless, and they were, raping women, burning down family homes and farms, hanging children in front of their family. They were ruthless, very much like MS-13. And MS-13 was brought in intentionally to do these sorts of heinous acts. And that's why you have Antifa, to which they train constantly to take out people's eyes so that people will constantly be afraid and fearful of engaging them. So between MS-13 and that, there's two. And then let us not forget the FBI. They're just a domestic terror organization anymore. Continuing down, he has constrained our fellow citizens taking captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country to become the executioners of their friends and brethren or to fall themselves at their own at their hands. This is our system anyway. We just do it economically now. So I'll just give you an example of how twisted this has become. All of those profiting right now off of the pandemic with their 401ks and their Bitcoin stuff, which is all ultimately tied to what? Human sex trafficking, drugs, and of course, when I say drugs, that means the current development of these biomedical weapons, bio bioweapons that are being injected in people, and people are running around excited because they're getting to celebrate the victory of their of their rise in their 401ks. They're it's just they're just becoming executioners of their own people. And as harsh as that seems, and I'm sorry if I'm no I'm not. I'm not sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. It's truth. If your 401k has been growing radically, you better dig under and find out why if you're responsible and if you're going to be honest in that walk of Christ because ultimately many people are profiting off of the death caused by this bioweapon. And anyway, if you're in stocks, I've told you before, and it is an absolute truth, any growth in stocks ultimately is driven by human sex trafficking and drugs because that is the back end to the global economy and is the main fabric of our own economy, always has been. Finally, he has executed domestic insurrections amongst us. We call that false flags now. And, has in, and we call that like all sorts of other great operations the FBI has been part of. We can imagine a number of those. And has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants for our frontiers the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions MS-13, again, okay, and Fast and Furious, one of those examples of bringing insurrections amongst us, uh, false flags all over the place. You notice how we've had so many less shootings and how many we had at the beginning of Trump's reign and at the end of Obama's reign? None of this was accidental. And then it continues, in every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act 
which may define a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of free people. In a representative government, you don't have a single target to blame, and that's the beauty of what the deep state has done to us. But nonetheless, every bit of that paragraph could be stated today as true, that in every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress. And in, the, and in most humble terms, I would say every patriot at one point or another has done just that with this current government. And in every case, it's been answered with repeated injury. Need I point out January 6th and the people that are still in jail for simply protesting on an illegal election, which the reason they're still in jail is because they represent an absolute threat to truth. So in the last two paragraphs, then, nor have we been wanting in attentions from our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by the legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlements here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity, and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations. Hence, like all the things we've been talking to people about, you're a conspiracy theorist if you've said them, which, of course, if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're running about 20-0, meaning you've had about 20 victories to their zero. But people tagged us as conspiracy theorists, quacks, whack jobs, tin hats, whatever, because we appeal to their, we actually just appeal to their common sense of justice, and they didn't listen. And that's our fellow Americans. We didn't have to have a C separating us. So they too have been deaf to the voice. I'm going to go back. We have appealed to the of justice. Yep. Okay. So they too have been deaf to the voice of justice and consanguinity. We must therefore acquiesce the necessity with the de- to, which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of the mankind enemies in war and in peace friends. If you take a look at this moment right now that's happening with the truckers, the unity is around the principle of humanity and our liberty. It has nothing to do with nation states, but it is a common theme that you are either with us or you're against humanity. And it's a fair statement because there really is no middle ground. So in the same words of then as today, we say enemies in war and in peace, friends. So last paragraph. We therefore, the representatives of the United States in general Congress assembled, appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies. We could say the good people of the of the patriot movement today solemnly publish and declare that these United colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states. In other words, away from the tyranny of the king. And today I would say independent counties away from the away from the tyranny of this corrupt and despicable corporate government, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British ground, British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. That's when the king gets a little bit upset right there. <laughs> He's like, off with your head. And continuing, and that as a free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states 
may of right do. And then this final sentence, which is one of the great sentences of all time. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Completely all in, patriots. 100% all in for the fight to win freedom and liberty. That is where we have to be. And it's essentially that we understand that the fight, when you start to go through all of these facts that they laid out, to be submitted, as they said, to a candid world, something that we need to do in this movement to detail out the facts to, in, to a candid world of why we are in the fight for humanity, not being deluded by this garbage of like Pfizer CEO getting an award or whatever, this sort of nonsense that's going on with disputes in Congress or whatever else they come up with. Every time we get somewhere, they're going to throw up some sort of distraction. When we lay out our facts to the candid world for what we're going to do, that becomes a template focus and roadmap of everything we're doing forward and what we're trying to achieve. And our founding fathers did it. And I would argue they would be looking at us now going, okay, we did it. We gave you the right to throw off despotism, make your new pact, set up your, your modernized declaration and get busy. And that's where we have to do the, what we have to do. The question is literally, how many people are willing to follow this final pledge that our founding fathers did, that we mutually pledge to each other, key part, our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. With that level of commitment is when we then step into the real realm of the real fighters, the real patriots. That's what made them, in the end, distinguished among others because they signed their name knowing that the minute that they signed this document, they were marked for death and King had marked them all for death and they knew it and they put all of it on the line and almost every one of them, by the way, ended their life broke. No problem. They gave it all and there you can't ask for anything more out of people. They did it everything they could. They did everything they could and they won at least as far as they could take the fight. Now it's up to us to pick up the pieces, take a survey of what's happened over the past, be smart with our knowledge, and through knowledge gain the wisdom of all the things that we have from learning and the life skills that we have, stepping into the next level of fight, back into the arena, and pledging our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, and we thank you each day we come together to reflect very openly with clear eyes on the events of today and the guidance and wisdom that you provide within our hearts. Lord, in these times of challenging times of a tumultuous period where deception is the name of the game, we pray for that clear path before us, that path of wisdom, Lord, that's not a path, a linear path, nor is it a a binary path. It's a path of you guiding us in a realm of infinites, knowing that no matter what we face, there is always a way through because you always give us that knowledge, that understanding, and that guidance. Lord, in this time when our government has turned completely against us, 
when the corruption has become a standard in the way of life rather than leading the people and representing the will of the people. What we need now more than ever, Lord, is the strength of the warrior in Christ to stand boldly, to walk purely in this path and to know that no matter what comes at us, nothing will touch us. There will be no fear in our heart, but only more resolve to overcome the evil that sits before us and in the end, conquer that to replace what is currently here by putting you on the throne above this land. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, patriots, a lot of work ahead, but it's, it's beautiful work. It's tough work. And ultimately, this is where we're, what we're faced with. We have two worlds that are involving between us, and it's all going to be based ultimately on people deciding what narrative path they're going to take. One world is selling this world of ease and comfort and convenience, and that's going to be the ultimate path of destruction for what part of the nation they are and what part of humanity they represent. There is this other path, which is the path that we walk truly with Christ. It's a path that gets into the grit, the salt of what our founding fathers were fighting for, what they did, the involvement in that, the risks that they took boldly to establish liberty because they understood that a a greater hand was trying to control things. This is the gritty path of the narrow gate, the one that demands daily action, commitment, resolve in our hearts. And when we commit to that with our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, there is no mountain we cannot conquer. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. Our prayers are the foundation of everything we do. It binds us to the rock of faith. It connects us deeply with God and builds that intimate relationship with Christ. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. We have to trust more deeply in him. And as we do, we are op- the doors that open are only doors that God can open. And through that, we walk in a bold and courageous way. So keep focused. Keep prayers and keep searching and reaching for that deep and intimate relationship through Christ Jesus to the Father. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. 
Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 